This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Live from Southern California, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for a new episode of Kings of the Podcast. Buckle up, here we go! Episode 14, Kings of the Podcast. Dennis Bernstein, how are you? Doing great. Live from the Panda. This is our first remote outside of Staples Center. Uh, DB, it seems like every two or three episodes, we just keep changing locations. This is a very mobile <laughs> It's show. hard to hit a moving target, Jay. It is. So we've done the studio. We've done uh, home studio. We've done live from Staples Center. We're still waiting on that game live from Ontario, waiting for you wait, to get... you're going to wait a okay. little while. All right. Okay. But tonight... But DB in the OC. Hashtag. Let's go. <laughs> That's a hashtag? That's a yeah. thing now? Hashtag DB in the OC. Okay, I'll, I'll get that going. That was going. from last season, a oh. couple seasons ago. Okay, behind the orange curtain. I got That's you. That's yours, yep. That is mine. That is mine. Passport was renewed. I did make it behind <laughs> the orange curtain tonight with you. Um, so here we are, guys. Kings of the Podcast, episode 14. Coming up in the second period tonight, we have a special guest from Violent Gentleman. Well, his the name legend. is Mike Hammer, but everyone just calls him Hammer. We'll get into that. Uh, but let's just get right to it. Kings, yeah. Ducks, this is always one of those games that regardless of schedule, or excuse me, regardless of expectations from the standings that you circle on the schedule and you're looking forward to it. This is the first of two meetings here in about uh, a 10-day window. Mm -hmm. Kings-Ducks tonight. uh, Ducks jump out early. They're on top of them. Kings sort of clawed their way back into the game, and then that was pretty much the end of the game. (laughs) The worst start by the Kings this season. Clearly. Well, cost them the two points. How about this one, DB? Something weird is going on with this team because one of the noticeable differences earlier in the season, the first couple weeks, was uh, that the Kings were coming out with a much better start than we saw all of last year. And now that start is not there. Not only is it missing in the day games, which is historically the Kings' MO, but now, I mean, 7 o'clock game, it's like their body clocks were set to 730. (laughs) That's what you said, 738. 738 or something was, yeah, the shots start coming in. And the Kings ended up out shooting them, but who cares about the shots? At some point, you have to score goals. And, Jay, the other team was a bad team. The, the Ducks aren't any good either. They, they, look, they won the, 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 the battle of the special teams. Kings had a 5-on-3, five 5-on-4. Five now, they did score right after the 5-on-4. Um, you know, when you put two bad teams together on the ice, you get a, a game like this. The first 10 minutes, I, I, they couldn't get over the, the red line, John. They couldn't really get over the red line. I don't understand the start. And... Uh, Totally negative. They did come back. They did, you know, they made the game close. There was, you know, contested at the end. But there's just, you know, there's just so many gaps on this team still, Jay. I mean, the one takeaway for me is for Corkin, obviously, and you can touch on that as well. He, that move, the moves he made on that one goal was sensational. He, at this point, he should be the 2C. He should be on the power play, and they can take it from there. Well, let's talk about that. So yeah. starting out tonight, Michael Amadio was on the second line with Jeff Carter and Toffoli. Uh, weird in and of itself, just because we haven't seen much from Michael Amadio over the last right. month. I mean, he, he was probably, arguably, the best player through the first, I don't know, five or six games of the season. He was strong, mm-hmm. and then now it's like Milk Carton Amadio. I remember when uh, Todd McCullen put Michael Amadio and Joe Pavelski in the same sentence early in the season. Mm. Wow, okay. he did. So I forgot about did, that. Right? You're right. Exactly. Okay, so uh, the point to this, though, was that Amadio started on the second line, and then it was uh, he was flipped. Perkorkin was on the fourth line, and then he flipped the uh, the two guys. Interesting, though, because 74, um, look, we haven't had a strong 74 in Los Angeles before. So <laughs> no, we have. I, I don't, I, we no. have? Where? Not at the Dodgers. Pitching? 
Oh, no, no pitching. Left wing? No left Dow wing. Center here? No, 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 not familiar. Sorry, try again. Okay. 74, we have one that's sort of cranking it up here a little bit. Perkorkin has been, in my opinion, improving yeah. each game. Like, I, I've really started to Agreed. like his yes. game, over, especially the last three or four games, right. maybe. He's got, what, three goals in four games now? He's but not just the goals. I no, like the move. Play. He's, he's right. playing with more confidence. He's winning faceoffs. And he's playing more physical yeah. as well. You saw him tonight with a little bit more physical. And when I say physical, I don't mean he's starting John, fights. it took 25 games. It happens, right? Well, he talked about it in an interview on Mayor's Manor, and I don't mean that just to plug the interview. Uh, he hasn't done enough interviews to reference very many of them, so we have to reference this interview. But in the interview, he talked about adjusting to the smaller ice size in in the um, in the NHL, and uh, you know now he's showing what he actually yeah. can do. And he said over and over that he has a dream of playing in the NHL. He just wanted to round out his game and accomplish some things in the KHL. Yeah. He did those things. That's why he felt that he was ready. And look, there was an out. We talked about it. There's an out in his contract. He yeah. could have pushed to leave, and he didn't. He wants to be here. You no, know, John, the first day of training camp, I saw him shooting at the at, on the ice. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to make the team. Now, he wound up going back down to, to Ontario, but certainly with respect to skill, there's no question he's got more skill than Amadio and Lazat And I think at this point in time, to try to get a guy like Tyler Toffoli going, maybe this is the best option because the, the kid has wheels, the kid has moves, he has hands. Um, I think it's the best move for the team at this point in time, not only for his sake, but, again, if you're trying to raise the trade value of a, a winger like Tyler Toffoli, you got to put him in the lineup and uh, maybe try that combination. Well, and also, to, uh, Coach Todd McClellan did have some positive things to say about Perkorkin after the game as well, saying that he had some good shifts yep. and that he was playing like a player who wanted to move up. He didn't like the fact that he was starting on the fourth line, right. and therefore he moved up, he scored a goal, and the, the uh, comment that he made that sticks out to me is he had an impact on the game. Right, and did. that's what you want. You want those young first year, and he's not he's older on the older side, but what I mean is those inexperienced players, Correct. you want to see them start to have some impacts in the game. That's how they become more important in your lineup, and they're not just passengers waiting for Kopitar and Brown and the right. more you senior need to be guys more doing aggressive everything. on those second, third, and fourth lines. And he was certainly aggressive tonight. I love this game, and I just think that he's you know, look, it's a small sample size, obviously, but I think with respect to the package that he offers, like he's undershotted to go to the two C because the, the other guys, look, Amadio is probably a four C, yes, a good team, right? Lazat is an extra, he's a third, maybe a fill in third, three C. Love his energy, you know, playing with uh, Wagner and Kempe. It's a really fast line. There's no finishers on that line, but at least it can scare opposition uh, opposition defensively they have to, where they'd have to back off. But I think this kid deserves a shot. At, like I said, it took him 25 games to acclimate to North America, but certainly over the last three or four games, you see that his confidence in his play has grown. Well, it's going to certainly be interesting as well because we're going to talk in the third period tonight about the Kings' upcoming schedule and with Washington coming into town, yeah. just like... Uh, Canadian players used to sort of measure their game against Gretzky and Mario and those guys. Sure. I mean, number eight's coming to town, and y you have to think that Porky wants it's to put on a good— be a special game for him. I agree. For him, it's absolutely going to be. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if uh, 17 made it back into the lineup? You've been pushing for him to get back in the lineup. What if he made it back in on Wednesday well, night? Well, you know, I give the guy credit. He got on the charter. He came down with the team. A charter? Yeah, I think it was a charter. Charter bus. The bus. It's a charter, yeah, a charter bus. bus. Yeah. It's a charter <laughs> no, bus. No, it was. He came down just... with the team. Had the nice leather sneakers with the suit. So, you know— Kobe was in the press box with uh, your boy Ledoux and uh, our boy Matt Luff. So, uh, look, there's enough players who don't finish on this team. Again, the shot on goal with the differential was great. They had so many opportunities. They don't have one finisher. I'll, I'll promote Kovalchuk being in this lineup until he's back in the lineup. Right? I think he deserves I think he's certainly one of the best 12 forwards on the team. And certainly, John, I think after December 15th, when that second pay, uh, bonus payment comes in, I think at that point in time, you really got to showcase the player. You can't sit him in the press box for the rest of the season. I think that's the time that you'll see. And, and you know, we, we did uh, Polo Palooza last week, and that was kind of everybody's thinking. I think you're, th you're thinking as well is that once we see that second bonus payment and he's only committed to the $700,000 base salary, I think you may have some takers at that point. Well, it would be nice, I'm sure, if you're another team, to see him play in a couple of games or, yeah, you know, I mean, totally. he does have a long enough resume that, you know, do you really need to see yeah. him? Who knows? I mean, the Kings didn't need to see him play in any NHL games to sign him to a three-year <laughs> contract. Point, so uh, over on the defensive side of things, what about Sean Walker? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on him? Where does he end up? This is an interesting situation where Walker tonight is playing on the third pairing after spending some games with Drew Doughty. I thought he was playing up a little too high in the lineup when he was playing with Drew Doughty. 
Also didn't like necessarily the fact that he was playing on his offside. Now he's down on the third pairing. I think it's a little too low in the lineup. Yeah. Playing with Curtis McDermott, I did think that was an interesting pairing, especially considering that Paul Adu was available, yeah. could have given you some offense. Instead, you went with the second, not you, but uh, Coach McClellan went with the second pairing of Ben Hutton and Matt Roy. But give me some thoughts on Sean Walker and, and just sort of his season and where things are, yeah. because I have a follow-up question after you give your thoughts. On this team right now, he's a second pair defenseman. Okay. Um, a season from now? Might be a 70, right? Uh, he's under the time. He, he's aggressive. He's got more confidence. He's still challenged in his own zone. He's not a great defender. But you need to pair him with a great defender. And Curtis McDermott isn't a great defender that he needs to be paired with. Uh, but I think he has legitimately earned a 20-minute-a-night play. And so that, that's where I see him right now. But I think that, as we've talked about for since episode one, the depth that's coming defensively on this team will probably push him down the lineup. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Matt Roy paired with McDermott just because I think Roy brings a little bit more on the defensive side more of things. Steady, yep. And then mm-hmm. Walker on the second pairing could have given you more minutes to ex- exploit his offensive capabilities as Would've well. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I like, that didn't happen. I like that theory, though. I, I, I agree with you. I think that Roy is, is more steady, more yeah. committed to playing the de- defensive part of the game because you know Curtis can't move around that much. He's going to clear guys out in front of the net, but tonight... Didn't have a good first period. Hey, he was involved in all three of the first goals of the game. Unfortunately, two of them were for Anaheim, <laughs> exactly. and one of them was yeah. his own. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't don't like the fact that uh, you know Matt Roy is playing second pairing minutes because that's going it, to theoretically yeah. it's upping his minutes in the game, and and I don't think I need to see more of Matt Roy at this time. You think he's a twelve or thirteen minute a night defenseman or less? I mean, okay. yeah. I, I just I think Walker you think he's third pair. Yeah, he's definitely third pair. Um, you might be one. Uh, well, back to my question though. My yeah. question was this. Should Sean Walker get any consideration for the All-Star game when you look at the LA Kings roster and who should make it this year? No. They're going to have one player make it, and it should be Kopitar. Mm-hmm. But I think Kopitar wants to go to the Caribbean, so we'll see what happens. Right. You know, the, the All-Star game is really about Drew Doughty, right? Oh, Drew Doughty would, is a much better choice. I mean, Kopitar yeah. is having a great season. Well, but Kopitar's Drew Doughty is yeah. the personality that you need. Yeah. It's what the Kings need. It's what the league needs. Yeah. You want personalities. Yeah. And... Kopey wouldn't mind taking the vacation, but he's clearly the best player. He should be if he if he cared about that. But now you're talking about a player who's played for 14 seasons. He's not the must-have guy that you need there, like uh, a Gretzky or whoever, right? I mean, so you Brent Burns, you have to have him at the All Star yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. So I think that uh, you know Kopey, you know maybe he winds up like uh, Ovi did that one time, and uh, maybe he has a little you know a little tweak on his hamstring the day before uh, the last game of the uh, prior. He had to, to sit Oscar out a game, game because of that. He yeah, was fined money too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it won't make too much difference on the record this season, so maybe that's. Uh, that's the issue. But uh, look, Kopitar deserves a good. Do you about Short and Walker? No. No, he's, he's, not, he's not the all-star representative from this team. Um, it would be Kopitar from a play standpoint. It would be Drew from a personality standpoint. Sean Walker's had a nice season, and I guess you can make the argument looking at his stats that he could be in the mix for that, but he's clearly like not the guy I would choose. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some breaking news here on Please. the defensive side of things. You might be wondering, where's Derek Forbert? Where's Derek Forbert? Yeah, because uh, he finished up a conditioning assignment. Right. I did yep. tweet out on Friday night that the update with Forbert was that he was expected to be ending his conditioning assignment and that um, uh, Gabe Velarde was going to, he was going to sit out Saturday's right. game, but then that he would be available for all back-to-backs. We'll talk more about that in the third period. But here's the, sure. uh, here's the breaking news that I have for you on Derek Forbert. They did end up petitioning for an extension okay. on his conditioning assignment. Um, and from what I understand, he was uh, a little bit sore today. They're monitoring the situation okay. and seeing what's going on, but there's a chance that he could play. The extension would take him through Friday, so he might play Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in Ontario, Ontario yeah. uh, which, of course, the Kings will be playing the Caps that night. But right. you could see an extension of his conditioning assignment, which is a little bit of an update, change in plans from where they were on Friday. So there's some breaking news for you on Derek Forbert. Not a good sign. I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, you know, look, I thought a two-game conditioning assignment was rather short. The guy hasn't played. He yeah. missed the first 24 games of the season. And then, you know, just getting in the two games, you maybe want to give him a little bit longer. So we'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, the fact that his back is sore, it's been a back thing since uh, August. That's, to me, that's not a great sign. I'll assume that it was his back. Maybe it was his legs that were sore. I don't know. I thought you said back soreness. Uh, no, I was just told that he was a little bit sore today okay. and that um, they're going to... No need to rush. Let's go. Yeah, No need to rush. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, a couple season. more things. Rush, rush for the trade deadline. Hey, um, this is not player related, but DB, I don't think we've talked about this before. I'm no. just curious. I loved, absolutely love the scoreboard here in Anaheim. Yeah, I think great, it is yes. a thing of beauty. Um, it reminds me of the scoreboard up in Vancouver, but because it's newer, it to me, it's even better. Yep. I just, I really love the Crystal scoreboard clear. here. 
great job, looks really good. Now, the team could play a little bit better here. That would help. Have you noticed that they replaced all the seats in the lower bowl? I saw that. Yeah, they have all the black seats now. Last year was weird because they had pockets that were black and pockets that were... That had not been replaced yet, but that's all now. It's a nice little building, John. You know, it's a, it's an. I'm an, taking that as a backhanded compliment. It, it, it's a very clean building for a building that's 25 years old. Yeah, it's a nice little building. Okay. There's nothing. There's nothing spectacular about it, right? The school board's the best thing about it, right? Mm, they have some pretty decent. Bowls, they have some pretty decent food food choices here. Okay. What would you do to make the building better? I wouldn't. I said for Orange County for this for this fan base. This is a nice little building. That's all I'm saying. It's a good thing. <laughs> I'm still sensing. No, no. It's thick with good. sarcasm. It's better no, than the building in St. Louis. So, it, yeah, well, St. Louis. Okay. It, it's just I mean, so different than I can name 10 Staples buildings Center. worse. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this is a nice little building. It's upper. It's it's two. It's an upper and lower bowl. Mm-hmm. You're closer to the ice. Much it's closer more to up the and ice. down, right? Mm-hmm. You're up more up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. It's a nice little building. Okay. It's a nice little building. That's any any other comments from the game it. tonight? It's uh, a nice little building. Kirk, <laughs> that's going to be your hashtag. Nice little building. Um, Curtis McDermott scores a goal for the Kings. Perkorkin with a beautiful, sweet set of hands, yeah. kind of right, left, right. Uh, he pots a goal for the Kings tonight. Any other comments? Uh, you have any thoughts on the goaltending situation? Jack Campbell started in goal tonight. Curious? Yeah, not his fault. Um, Were you curious that he was the starter? Yeah, I was. I actually was. Okay, uh, but come look, that save off Shifley probably gave him the, the start tonight against Winnipeg. You know, the, the game against Winnipeg that last minute was a little bit. Last surprised. minute it was like two seconds. Two seconds. Yeah, it's still last minute. Though. Okay, it was. Um, but yeah, a little bit surprised that Quick wouldn't go. But uh, maybe they're saving him for uh, Washington because if they open John, if they if they open with that ten minutes against Washington, it's going to be like the Devils and and Buffalo tonight. It's, it's going to be five nothing. It's uh, well, it's not a back to back situation, so you could have played quick in both games. But maybe you're right though. Maybe it was to save from the other night that just was enough of a push to uh, give him another look. Yeah, but John, it's a team. Like, look, here's the thing: the, the one thing to take away, not this game specific, their system works because they control the puck, they get a lot of opportunities. Clearly, there's not enough finishers on this team. Uh, to win games. Um, so that will change over time. Mm-hmm. And as long as they adhere to the principles that Todd and the coaching staff are trying to lay down to them, they'll be successful in the future. That, that's my impression because they don't get overrun. They're not overmatched, right? It's just the opposite. They, they just don't finish well enough. That's the situation. They get opportunities. They just don't have the scores on this team at this point in time. So to this me, that's the one takeaway impression. Like the they period. control stretches of games for a long time. They didn't have a good start, but after that, if you look at a shot differential after the first ten minutes, like they played, they controlled play. They just don't have the skill at this point in time to win games. Folks, that's going to be a wrap on the first period. We will be back with our special guest, Mike Hammer from Violent Gentlemen, and uh, this song goes out to him. Coming off a little Medzingers uh, there uh, to, to lead us in there. That was just for you, Hammer. What do you think? Hey, I really appreciate that. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, I'll do a quick zip down. Okay. I'm actually wearing a Menzingers t-shirt. Oh, nice. So that's that's pretty amazing, guys. All right. Well, I, I tripped I, you pretty hard because I had no clue to what that it, was. Yeah. Today. When I told DB that I was that was the song tonight uh, coming into the second period. Yeah, he wanted to chirp me. I said, hey, hold on. That's Hammer's, one of Hammer's favorite I bands. Was, oh, yeah. In fact, I was threatening Backstreet Boys because hey, <laughs> of Mezinger. I mean, what's, we what's... Would have to, we'd have to figure out a way to plug your iPod in. Maybe we can make it uh, so we need to do a proper, proper. intro here. Yes, uh, go ahead, Jay. So our guest this week, Mike Hammer from Violent Gentlemen. Everyone knows him as Hammer. Uh, we had his other half, better half. Carlin on sure. a couple weeks ago. Yep. And uh, there were a lot of Hammer rep. Oh, hey, look at that. Pause for Hammer. Let's go. Standing ovation. Right, we we had a coming into that show. We had an over under on the number of hammer references with the Carlin as the guest um, mm-hmm. as like think mm-hmm. seven. So we'll do the same thing tonight. We'll put we'll yeah. put that at the over under. Ping for, him out. <laughs> I think we'll hit it. <laughs> we'll hit it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hit the Carl references tonight. <laughs> Look Whatever. right off the bat though. Let's get to it, yeah. uh, Mike. Well, Hammer, uh, you tweeted something the other day that I found pretty interesting, and sure. it was it, first of all I want to talk about 
the pass itself. It was okay. it was a day pass, a media pass, whatever you want to call it, a game pass. Yep. And the name on the pass, this was you eight years ago at a Ducks game. Yep. The name was just Hammer. So you walk up to the <laughs> ticket window and you're like, hey, I want to get hey, my tickets. This, like, this is what's Just amazing. Hammer. Is somehow, I never even thought of that or <laughs> reference it, whatever. And then people that are in this world, you made a, re- Kyle Shahora made a reference. People were like, Wait, how do we how do we give a pass to just straight hammer? <laughs> just hammer. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like that was the way when George was playing, that was the way he ran the building. He was just like hammers coming in the like, So oh, wait, cool. That, that's your real name. That correct? is my God given last name. Okay, great. Awesome. I mean, everybody calls me mayor, but I have to admit, I've never picked up tickets. Mayor. Mayor. <laughs> hey, the first VG event that we have to do a will call, that's what you're getting. Well, you're the problem say. is I don't have ID, so they're gonna, <laughs> that's they're, true. They're, they're, that's I'm true. here, Mayor, to pick up my stuff. They're like, ID, uh, no. <laughs> put a note. That says, this is going to be some 20 minutes, mayor. guys. This <laughs> is going to be amazing. Look, here's my, good luck, look this is me on Twitter. Is that good enough? I'll Absolutely. just hold my phone up. We'll use the reference. That's fine. No problem. So talk about that. Uh, let's start there. So the history of Violent Gentlemen. So you, you tweeted out that, that it was eight years ago, November 27th. That was the first meeting you had yep. about the brand. Yep. Talk about that, that memory. Yeah, so we, I started, I was actually making bootleg merch and selling it in the parking lot of George Peros. And uh, one day the lovely sheriffs that patrol the parking lot caught us <laughs> and said, hey, we got to take all this. We handed it over gladly. It was fine. And they brought it into the front office. Well, the sheriff said, hey, we collected this merchandise. Here it is. And it was just kind of out on a table or something. And George saw it and was like, I keep seeing those shirts on the glass at warm-up. What <laughs> is amazing. this? And like, I don't know. We took them from some guy in the parking lot. And he was like, that's amazing. So then an employee who was a friend of mine said, hey, that guy's a friend of mine if you'd like to talk to him. And he's like, I'd love to talk to him. So wow. I just get a phone call from George one day. He's like, hey, George Peros, you're selling shirts in my face. And I'm thinking like... Oh, he's going to be like, he's going to lay it down. Yeah. Did you and first he, think that it wasn't him, that it was a joke? Or no, you, he left me a voicemail, actually. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> that, it sounded like those automated like season ticket calls. Like, this is George Peros of the Anaheim Ducks. We're open to renew we, this year. We have, we have family four-packs four on sale yeah, now. Yeah, I thought it was 100% going to be that. And it wasn't. It was him. He's like, oh, I want to talk to you about this shirt. So I called him, and he's like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I actually need some design help. Could you help me? So we ended up chatting and doing all this stuff, and we actually met. Uh, right there in the Jack Daniels Club. That was our first, the first VG meeting. And uh, he wanted some design help, some other stuff. So me, I brought in uh, our other partner, Brian. And Brian's a designer, just super smart guy. So I was like, hey, I want you to be in on this. I don't know a ton. I know my side of this world, but not yours. So he came in and Brian said, well, what if we just started something new? Like, we'll help you with your stuff, but it's kind of muddy. You didn't maybe set things up this way or that way, like, let's just do something brand new. He's like, okay, cool. We're driving home and Brian goes, hey, I collect a ton of reference and I had this, uh, like, a fashion magazine from Europe from, like, the early 2000s. And in it, they were discussing how soccer hooligans were breaking into high-end stores and stealing scarves and jackets. And it was to show, like, a badge of honor, like, oh, I broke into somewhere and it became part of the culture. So in it, Great. In it, it said, wow. the violent gentleman wears. And Brian ripped that out, whatever, eight years before our meeting, and like tucked it away in a file. Wow. I was like, I like this name. I'm just going to make a file on my computer, right. tuck it away. And we're driving home, and he's like, this guy went to Princeton. I just saw him fight someone. He's wearing a suit. He's like, what do you think of this name? I text George, and he just texts me back, cool, let's start it tomorrow. So, <laughs> hey, so what were you doing at the time? He was uh, making bootleg I was, T-shirts. I was, I was bootlegging merch. <laughs> that was your only. Uh, no, I was right. actually working uh, at the time. I believe I was working at Quicksilver. Okay. Doing uh, uh, production. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was in that world already, already. and uh, that was the birth that night. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. We could spend hours talking about all the amazing things that you guys have done. But the one thing that I always come back to, and, I, and I've talked to you about this many times, I, I always text you when people stop me whenever I'm wearing stuff. It's yep. this weird, not weird, it's this awesome brotherhood. Whenever you're wearing VG and you're out somewhere, it's like no other brand that I've ever worn before. Someone always wow. has to stop me and be like, oh, cool shirt. And yep. then they, they want to show Agreed. their VG if they're yep. wearing VG. It is, people are extremely loyal to the brand. It's, it's really cool, and I think where it's come from is, like, it's, at this point, it's me and Brian. I mean, we have several amazing people that work for us, but me and Brian are 
at every Ducks game. We're at several Kings games. We go to Rain game. We're, we're in it. Like, so when people see us out and we chat with them, we saw a kid tonight. He's like, oh, I love your guys' new YouTube video. And then he told us that he's like, oh, my name's Easton. I'm like, oh, Easton. He's like, my dad literally named me after a hockey stick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, for real. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, well, people. that makes you guys authentic, basically. It's the authentic, Absolutely. authenticity and that, and of what that's you a, guys that's are, a right? a piece of what we have is like, you'll never see, you know, like, oh, dude, Fanatics. I've got a Fanatic shirt, too. It's like, <laughs> nah, that's not happening. Like, sorry. We're... we're some real people, you know, we're, we're just like every other fan. We just go to games, have a great time, and we're just trying to make what we did at the start, which is make better stuff for people like us. One of the things that I've noticed uh, is that you guys don't get the flack that a lot of other brands do when you guys move out of your lane. You know, a lot of oh, brand, yeah, yeah. you know, when you guys do coffee, everybody embraces it. When you guys do something different that's not a yeah. VGT shirt, you're, you're That's a great point because usually you got to stay. Once you leave your lane, oh, you're dead. Yes, For and then sure. everybody says you're a sellout and you're this and you're that. And you guys, your, your fan sure. base is loyal to all the new ideas that you come up with. And I, I mean, I even have to admit, the stuff that you guys do, I would have never expected. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to try it, you know. And, and what's wild about it is everything we do is because one of us is into it. And I think that's where I think people have realized at this point, like, we do the coffee and then I run into VG fans at Bodie Leaf every weekend and they're like oh okay this is legit like right i see him at the local coffee shop all the time <laughs> they're they're really in this and then oh, we yeah. do something jujitsu and uh brian uh stick taps to him just got his black belt in jujitsu wow uh he has a ceremony in a couple weeks he just was granted it this week so like we're legit about the things that we do so i think i think that transparency comes through where people if they see us work with a band maybe they don't love the band but they go oh they're friends with these guys mm -hmm. so it makes sense where this band is hockey fans so we work with them and i think people just get that i think it's great have to ask you about uh your your buddy because i've texted you twice about Please. this and you've ghosted Please. me Please. you you you're the slowest person at responding to oh, a text and th but Both then him and his better half. oh no carlin she she's great she, no no oh, sometimes okay. it's been like a Where week oh we both thought we were going to answer you, so neither one of us well, answered. What Hammer hey, likes to do is, is Hammer will ghost you for a week, and then yep. he'll just go crazy with, like, 20 texts in a row. Oh, like but, 11 p.m.? I'm like, what's Hogan doing? <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, you haven't responded twice. I've mentioned to you, Andy you're made his debut okay. on AEW. Now, I know you're not the wrestling guy. I know that's a Carlin thing, but it's a, well, Andy's let me tell your you. guy. Let me tell you. First of all, Carlin being the wrestling guy in the relationship, <laughs> I was in this building for the Bret Hart Iron Man match at WrestleMania. I was here. I've got my ticket stub. I WrestleMania was the, 10, I, I believe. I was the original wrestling guy in the relationship. You're going to try to claim that you're up. the OG wrestling fan. Car <laughs> in comparison, in our relationship, 100%. Carl will Deep. admittedly say she jumped on. Look who is coming up the aisle right oh now. Oh, my God. Like, like we need a fourth village. microphone. Oh, my God. Is that Carl's music? <laughs> that's Carl's music. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I believe Carl joined watching wrestling in the Attitude Era. Okay, or maybe even after. Look, I don't want to hear who is the who's the more hardcore WWE fan. You were whimpering <laughs> like a baby when you went to PWG one time, and you're, oh, oh, it's too hot, I can't oh, go back. Christ. And oh, get it, get that is air conditioning. That I is pool, that is the mecca of pro they, wrestling. If that they is came out at the start of that match and said fifty bucks a person will turn the AC on, I'd be like, <laughs> I got a hundred. Let's go. part of the experience. Oh my, it's part if, of the experience. Sweating is part of the experience. I'm oh, no, <laughs> straight you, up. Okay, let's let's get back on topic though. <laughs> Please, Andy. Yep. Speaking of sweating, yeah. I, I mean, I've been lucky enough to be backstage for many bands. There is nobody yep. that comes off stage dripping more sweat than oh, Andy from every guys, time. But I mean, he is just a dripping the, gross mess. But he's now a, a pro whole, wrestler. Okay, go cool, the band. Total pro wrestler. Okay, but the band. Russian AEW. That's what it is, right? AEW. AEW. AEW yes. Okay. We'll Again, get to that. First, talk about the band. Uh, the band is amazing. Great dudes from Buffalo, New York. Have just stuck it out for 20 years and just the most hardworking, blue collar, badass, great dudes ever. Genuine great people. Um, old friends of ours. And now Andy's, Andy started doing this wrestling stuff. And when he started doing it, he was kind of like, I'm not going to be a 40 year old man wrestling. This is just for fun. <laughs> he like kept saying, this is The just thing for is, fun. he looks like a pro wrestler. All the time. <laughs> I, and everyone's kind of like, uh, okay, yeah. If you don't want to get paid. Have you seen sure. him? DB, do no, you know what we're talking about? He's, he's bald. Although he had hair on AEW this week, which yeah, is weird. He's, he's some shitty hair. He's bald and he's like this buff dude. Okay. Okay. And he would just, yeah, he's a, and now he's a pro wrestler in AEW and after he, being in the band and forever. He, he just kept saying, I don't want, I'm not going to do this as a profession. It's just for fun. And right. then out of nowhere, he's on TNT wrestling. And I'm like, 
This is the perfect example of you just do what you love yeah. and money will fall off. I that's had no idea that he was like, going to be in AEW and he comes up from under the ring. I was, wait a minute, that's Andy. What? Yeah. What is Andy <laughs> doing? Insane. Because, yeah, I thought he was just like, you know, doing these small indie yeah. indie shows. Was that Not the anymore. first band that you guys ever did uh, merch with? Oh, has to be. We've done... State we champs. Just, we I mean, were, I know all sorts of other we've bands. We've done a ton of stuff. I think we figured out at one point we've done 20 ETID items with another one coming this... Uh, in a couple weeks, actually, at to the season in Buffalo, you guys we're are all going out for it, uh, and we have we made another jersey this year. And you guys are doing a whole skate thing this time, right? Uh, uh, we're uh, not doing the skate. Oh, okay. We are just going. We're partying. We're going to the game on Thursday night, watching the Sabers, uh, going to the show two nights, and eating a ton of pizza and wings. What about Ted's? Oh, we'll be at Ted's. Ted's is a lunch spot, so okay. we'll be at Ted's for lunch. We'll be at Lenovo for dinner. Oh, it's all about Ted's. Kinda- Ted's the hot dogs. No, Dude, I'm not a big you. Buffalo guy. If you no, uh, look at hey. look at let me go on record. I am not a Buffalo <laughs> guy either. But if you have to go to Buffalo, you do have to go to Ted's. Though. Is Anchor Bar? That's the place I went. Th- that's to. a uh, thing. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's a thing. That's for the wings. Isn't that, but Anchor, Anchor Bar to me is like a little more of like a. It's like a trendy. That's like it's, a yard house. It's because they uh, they allegedly they don't look like a yard house. They allegedly, well, I'm, 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 it's I'm, Buffalo's yeah. version. But I'm Buffalo's a little that's high end. Yeah, high end for Buffalo. If you if you get an Uber in Buffalo, it's an IROC. No, there's no Uber in Buffalo. Oh, you're right. We found that out at the draft. Like what? Like an old beat up station wagon came to the hotel. What? I took Uber. From from the outdoor game in Buffalo back to the hotel. What do you really? mean? Yeah, that's new. Then that's new. That oh, was yeah. uh, what January of last year. When the we World were at the draft, there was no Uber. Or yeah. maybe it was lifted. I don't know. Okay, but there was, yeah. no, there was no ride, ride share. Ride share is new to Buffalo. New Buffalo. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they had it. They had it because I took it from the from what Orchard Park. Damn. Yeah, Buffalo yeah, State Bills. Right, yeah, it, it was far. Far out there. Yeah, yeah it was. But I wasn't going to rent a car and drive in the snow just no, to go to the no, one no, game because no, no, no. all the other World Junior games were there at the arena. Yeah, that's fair. That's um, fair. So State Champs is another band. State you Champs guys, we work mm. with a ton. Uh, we have some more stuff coming out with Bayside. Uh, we just did a jersey with a day to remember. It's just kind of like if guys are hockey fans, a, a lot of some bands, like we're doing a huge thing with a band called Anti Flag, and we we share a ton of mutual friends. But at some point, guys will just reach out and just say. I'm a big hockey fan. I play in X band. Like, we should be friends. Um, just fantastic. so you know, we're that's talking cool. about number two and trying to get him on the show. We've Chris been, will 100% be on the show. Well, yeah, that's that's allegedly, but we haven't been able to book a date yet. But, the, but I'll you know, my, to, I'll, put, I'll put my stamp right now. I'll put number two on the show. All right. And I'll stand on the steps. And we're and gonna we're going to, uh, I, pl- I was trying to play anti-flag. Yeah. You said anti, I say anti, whatever. Yep. We were trying to play them when Scuderi was on because they're a big Pittsburgh band, but yep. then you bumped them for uh, ABBA because you were going to Sweden. ABBA was going to Sweden. Then we played yeah. them the next week, though, and so I was emailing with him and trying to get him to come on the show. They have Absolutely. a new album coming out, and, uh, yeah. and they're playing punk rock bowling, which... You have yep. not made it to punk rock bowling yet, Isn't right? Isn't that wild? You know why? Because you're like a warp tour guy. You know why? Because it happens when Vegas starts to get hot. <laughs> okay, it's not. He doesn't want to sweat. It's in late May. I don't like sweating. It's outdoors. Hold on, but the whole thing is shaded. Mm. From like two o'clock on, the whole outdoor venue is shaded. If Andy, Fel- if Andy Fel- explains the show, I'll go this year. They are. They're playing. I'm in. They're in. Okay, Circle Jerks yeah. reunion. It's probably a little I'll before go. your time. Okay, I'll you're go. going this year. I'll go. You're in. Heard it here first. Buy your tickets. All right. <laughs> Uh, today's show, by the way, is brought to you by the Violent Gentleman Warehouse Sale hey. that is taking place this week. Yep. You guys have been just giving stuff away, 30% off. Dude. Then you had the newsletter, which I can mention now because by the yep. time this drops, it'll be over. Ends tonight at midnight. <laughs> yeah. extra, extra bonus discount. Extra but bonus. Uh, It's not fair. I want to tell you, it's not fair that Please. you guys are having a sale and then yep. keep dropping new stuff every day. Because I've, yeah, because I've made like four separate orders. Okay, because I pay, I pay for my shit. I'm not getting it for free. I know. You're fantastic. I love you guys. I, you're fantastic. We'll ship you some bonuses here and there, too. You guys always do. Um, we've got the warehouse sale. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday this year. We were trying to spread it out and give people. We kept getting so much like, oh, the first Saturday of the month, my family always does. Di-. Like, There's always like <laughs> December. <laughs> December's crazy. You know what I mean? There's right. Kind of ex- like. There's holiday stuff going on. Can you move the sale? Because it's not convenient for, exactly. for three people. You know Can what? you this move show, it? This move it. The people we are. So many people did that we said, you know what? Fine. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Three days. Fine today. Three days. If you can't figure if it out in those three days, out, we'll then it's on you. <laughs> no, he said, if you can't figure it out, we'll come to your house. Yeah, we'll show you a couple <laughs> things. <laughs> what do you think? They'll only bring 10 items, though. Yeah, you don't get the full, it's not the full warehouse, the full warehouse yeah, yeah. sale. What does your dad want for Christmas? This is, this is uh, <laughs> down in Costa Mesa. Yep. It's good times. Yep, it's a great time, and we are we're expecting some rain this weekend. We paid for a full the full parking lot to be tinted. Get out. Yeah. Wow. All so, the way down? Uh, we did the whole, like, 
we did a big area. Really? Yeah, we're doing a pretty big tent outside so that everyone can be dry and dialed and no I love excuses. It. No excuses. No excuses. None. Hey, uh, I went down for burgers on Friday over you the did. summer. It was fantastic. Yep, that was great. Come down this weekend. You I'm gonna, guys are I'm, always welcome. I'm going to have to. I'm going to. Although, welcome. you know, if I bring my son, he thinks he's sponsored by VG. He is. So yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> he is. The kid's a stud. <laughs> I, try, I tried, like, selling Sebastian out and telling him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mentioning that he was not sponsored by VG in front of Hammer, at the, and he's like, "No, Sebastian's sponsored by VG. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's one of our athletes. He's living the life like a true athlete, dude. I see him on Instagram. He's posting like sushi dinners. I'm like, damn, All the time, yeah, exactly. This he's kid's living it. Paid, he he's, large, he's going to man. World Juniors. He's, Someone yeah, got he's, paid in that family. Let's yeah, go. Jesus. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Kings Ducks, can please, we? Please, I'd um, love to. Well, first off, how weird is it? Uh, you're a diehard Ducks fan. Fair. Carlin, diehard Kings fan. What's it like in that house? What's interesting is I'll, I'll send you the photo when I get home. I was originally a Kings fan. The Gretzky trade, my uncle started taking me to games. We were going. And then when this became the local club, our family is you support, support the local club. You know what I mean? Traders like, is you're what born you're and saying. raised OC? Born and raised in Orange County. Okay. And it was just like, if we support this, it'll be successful. If everyone just stays LA fans, this won't be successful. It won't be good for California. And so we became Ducks fans, and so I've been a Ducks fan since then. And it's funny because little things have brought me. So we have so many fans, friends that are Kings fans, and then you two. I know the media is neutral, but you know we are neutral. The Kings of the podcast. I mean, we're not. It's not called hockey hockey podcasts. It's no, but we're not. Well, okay. we were going to go with Gods of the podcast, but that was already trademarked, so we had to go with Kings of the podcast. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. We could do Princes of the podcast. <laughs> hey, we're, I'll take that. We, you think we sit in the press box and cheer when Prokorkin scores a goal? Yeah, I saw no. you. John had his flannel off, waving it in the air. I was like, ah, that goal was sick. Uh, Maybe when Dustin Brown scores, but other oh than my that, gosh. No. So I grew up, obviously, a huge Ducks fan, but then... Yeah. Uh, Carlin obviously has some Kings fandom, regardless of her also media neutrality. And she doesn't have to be neutral though. She works for the team, so she can be a Kings fan. Well, she works for Fox Sports. Works for Fox Sports West. She's a media person. Okay. So, All right. And she is a very pro about that. And I will say we've we've had our chats and our back and forth. And the thing that's amazing is chats. Is that a polite way of saying argument? Well, here's the thing. The biggest argument we've ever had. Uh, was a hockey argument, which this is what's amazing about our relationship, is she is so smart and knows the game so well that we were arguing about some intricacy of a rule <laughs> to the point where she called her brother. Sounds fascinating. Who's an AHL linesman on speaker. <laughs> I mean, he's, he let her know that I was right. But she had a, she had a point, and we, we go at it in a very healthy way where we're referencing things, and it's, it's actually amazing having someone on the other side of the aisle that we can kind of have healthy conversations about it. So it's awesome. You, you know, look, I love you too, but you guys are an amazing couple. I, I don't know how it ever worked, to be honest with you, because when she first told me, going, I'm like, and she was kind of like, oh, I'm going with this gun, da, da, music, da, 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 clothing. I'm like, hammer? Like, I'm like, okay, never put you two guys together, but good luck. Little and did that, you know you'd be inviting me into your house. Yeah, no, you guys are just, a, it works so well. I, and, and when you look at you two, you're like, okay, what? Okay. It, yeah. it just, you guys are an amazing couple. Just get, and so I, I can imagine, like, that house, because you got all the animals. I've seen yep. it on Instagram. It's got to be just a laugh a minute in that house, right? Oh, it's, it's, it's just a happy, it is. funny we house. Try, right? I will say I am the way more stressed out one, and she does such a good job. I mean, that's that's a great relationship. Is right, exactly. each other out. Yin and yang, and right. she is able every time to just bring me down with laughing or, some, yeah. or poking fun at what I'm mad about or whatever, and it's the best. It's great. She even made you a romantic, the way you oh. took her back home to Maine. Oh, and yeah. You guys see the drone footage? Yes. Yeah, exactly. That was all me. That was all planned. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. It's all me. Let's fast forward to the wedding then, okay? Because Please. I know that you've had your run-ins at a few of the finer, uh, st- I don't want to ruin your rep here because I know you're you know blue-collar street cred, but you've, you've had some run-ins at some um, of the finer steak establishments in Orange County <laughs> oh, yeah. for wearing your VG hat. Oh, yeah. And I have honestly <laughs> never seen you. That's a true yep. story, DB, honestly. Or, I, I, I mean, believe you, it. You can't go to Mastro's wearing a violent <laughs> gentleman hat. It's true. And you know what? I'll tell you this. This is why we don't dine with those bums anymore. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Because well, enjoy your sizzler, but listen. <laughs> well, listen. here's the deal. i got to give a plug now. Okay, okay. All, right, all right, all right. Because Mastro's is rude, and they're very rude, and they will not let you wear a hat, even if a, a they will allow a female to wear a fedora. Even if you not. own the company, you can't it's wear It's crazy. That, right? it, it's crazy. So we don't go there anymore. Tell them you're in drag. We don't go. Just <laughs> run a fedora. Um, where we go now is a local spot called The Ranch. 
Oh, the ranch. I know where it is. Off oh of Catella. Oh, my God. Right off, right, off of, uh, right off of Ball. I forget what the cross street is. It's unbelievable. And they have Oh, what? Yeah, it's off of Ball and State College. It's just, it's yeah, just yeah, a yeah, block right west of State College. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Catella. It's off of Ball. And they have this mindset of a steakhouse, which is if you're here, you belong. And that's how we run our company and how we feel about our lives. That's great. If you're here and you want to be involved, you're involved. And when they had this and said this to us, because we went in, me and Andy Williams, we we're both wearing camo sweatpants. And I was like, hey, is it like, I know we're both wearing the camel sweats. And the manager's like, guys, come on, come on, come on in. You're good. So that is our, that is our spot. Amen. It's 20, it's almost 2020. Yeah, let it go. I got money. My card's going to clear. Let me in the door. Let's go. If the card clears, let me wear the hat. Let's go. Get out of here. So back to my question. Please. I have never seen you, honestly, truly, not wearing something VG. It really? doesn't. No, it I doesn't mean, matter where I mean, where it is. Company, I've yeah. never even seen a picture of you. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> so I'm worried. Not yep. worried. I'm curious uh-huh. when the wedding takes place. Yep. Is it a VG tux? There will be 100. percent I will be. I'm going to bring you guys. I wish I would have thought about it. We have uh, gold <laughs> VG. It's the new VG line coming we have out. Gold VG uh, lapel pins oh, that are great. friends only. We don't sell them, and we just give them to friends so that that. You see what he said there, though, that, DB. That I was a, get that, one, yeah. that was a slight backhand. He said we only give them to friends. I didn't I, think to bring you guys any. So well, I was I going to bring. This. They sit. They sit deep in my bottom drawer because I don't just throw them out. Okay, that's okay. for sure. I got if you. you guys ever came and were at my desk, I'd be like, I got to get you guys a pin. Okay. Because the whole brotherhood sisterhood thing of the VG family, we do these, and we've had several people who are like in an airport and see the gold pin. And go, oh, do you know Hammer or Brian? And right away, they're like, instant, you're instantly butts. Like, that's, that's happened great. so that's many times. Man. So there will be a gold VG lapel pin on my, on my suit. I like it. 100%. It. That'll it. be great. Guaranteed. Maybe some lining and a jacket. That would be fantastic. For photos, pull that thing <laughs> over. Oh, that would be sweet. That would be very nice. That would be very nice. Very nice. We could keep this conversation going on um, all night long, but the second period has come to an end it is coming to an end but i'm not going to let right. you go without being that guy i am going to be that guy i'm going to put you on the spot put me on we need a kings of the podcast violent yep. gentleman t-shirt we've had the mayor's manor vg shirt you guys want to now out? we need the kings of the podcast let's vg do kings shirt of the podcast tea. let's do it done force the podcast <laughs> yeah fantastic i will have both of your heads illustrated tomorrow <laughs> and we will get those things. Don't resin. make promises that you can't keep. Because you, I will text I will you every day. The record now, I mean, bro. he'll ghost will, me for a month, but I will text you every every <laughs> day for a month. I will do it if the shirt can have both of your illustrated heads on it. Sure. Oh, right yeah. I'm down. Of course. Down? I'm a clown. Oh, yeah. Done yeah, yeah. deal, then. I'll start working on it We're public figures. Let's go. Hammer, you're my idol. You're the best, It was man. amazing. Oh, a legend. Guys, this 20, well, we got 24 minutes. 25 minutes straight. I'll, I'll come on bi-weekly. Whatever Let's you guys go. Want. Let's do it. Absolutely. I'd love it. All yeah, right. Whatever you guys need. got to come up to L.A., though. I'll tell you this. I'll come on. Maybe i come on Ducks Kings. Okay. Okay. Anytime you need me. Absolutely. I love it. We'll do it. If you're you the can't best. Book again, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. We guys. love you. Hammer, you're guys. the best. Love you, too. to the third period of Kings of the Podcast with DB and the mayor. So welcome back for the third period. And DB, uh, you might have picked up there. That is some brand new rain yes, music. New music. We've had we've had the cult rain. Love now the cult. a little Buck Cherry uh, track there about the rain. So we'll keep bringing in songs about the rain for the rain report. Sure. Let's hold off on the rain report, though, for just a second. Yeah. Any thoughts coming out of our second period interview there? We had uh, Mike Hammer from Violent Gentleman, and Hammer's just, I mean, he's amazing. When you look up OG in the Urban Dictionary, there's a picture of Mike Hammer. He's just fantastic. John, we got to have him on for a whole show probably at some point during the season. He, he could, we could have done a full hour with him. What a great guy. A great American success story where basically he was bootlegging 
T-shirts in the parking lot now. He's got this great brand and violent gentleman. So I just couldn't be happier for him. He's just a good man, a great hockey fan, and and you know, I'm proud to call him a friend. Yeah, and you know, he just he he keeps running into. Uh, my worlds that are colliding, yeah, like you know, like it's to me, amazing. he was he was a hockey guy in the beginning, and right. then then I end up seeing him at wrestling shows, and then I see him backstage at Warp Tour, and it's like he's all these places where I am, all my worlds are colliding. Yeah. Yeah. He's the common glue to have he to, is. He's to just, all those yeah. things. Yeah, again, again, just a, a great guy, and it was an honor to have him on the podcast. And of course, he was also at your birthday party, uh, DB, was, which we yes. haven't talked about on the. He rolled up from the OC. That's he a did. long drive to Encino. Bro. He did. I was walking and around. You too. I, he was. Board. Well, I, of course, I'm going to be there. But I was yeah. walking around meeting all these people from Red Bull, and then yeah. all of a sudden, I see Hammer and Carl, Carl walking. That was fantastic. Yeah, just like a, my just people. A, just a great, <laughs> a great couple. All right. So the uh, the rain report. Let me give you a couple of quick notes here, DB. Uh, sure. First of all, your boy Andy. Lastner. Andy Lastner was at the rain game. I know. Kind of smacked me in the head while I was doing it. <laughs> oh, really? Well, normally <laughs> when we talk to Stutz after the game, we go into his office. And for right. whatever reason, after the game the other night, he, was, he wasn't he was leaving, but I think he was trying to meet somebody out close to the exit door, which right. is kind of like by the loading dock. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking to him there and doing our little scrum with a couple of people. And uh, Andy, I didn't see. He was behind me. Yeah. And then, yeah, he walks up and sort of smacks <laughs> me in the head. And, and then Stutz Great is like. Great fan. Brought his kids out. He, he goes did. to an, a, a bunch of Ontario ring games. He does. And uh, Maybe I should ha- hitch a ride with him. He's you, there you go. You guys can carpool. Can, we can carpool. Be no, fantastic. Still not interested. Okay. But go ahead. Well, and Stutz knew he, who he was as well. Of course. Stutz wanted to break up the uh, the scrum there. And said, oh, you know, you know Andy? And yes, yeah. I do. And. Yep. Well, that's like really this. good cat, man. Gets yeah. a lot, a lot of texts. When are we trading someone? Like well, you're gonna have to wait. Andy. January. <laughs> exactly. All right. So uh, for the rain, obviously the big news is Gabe Velarde. Uh, look, DB on Wednesday he played. On Friday he played. I thought he looked fantastic. You did. Uh huh. He looked really good in both games, but Friday he was especially strong. He could have had Great. easily had two goals, had a couple of assists. He set things up for the game winner with Martin mm-hmm. Furk. And let me tell you. With uh, Ovechkin coming to town, I wish the Kings would call up Ferk because I would love to compete, have a competition to see who has the hardest shot. shot. I I had somebody from uh, a former player that I spoke to recently who said that he believes that Martin Ferk has the hardest shot of anybody that he's ever seen, including Ovechkin. Wow. The dude has a bomb, especially from the top of the circle. And poor Gabe, man, he had had teed one up for... uh, I think for Kapari on Wednesday night, and he teed one up for uh, Grunstrom on on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And finally, when he made that pass over to uh, Ferk, who yeah. ended up bombing one in there with about uh, under a minute and a half left in the game, a tight, tight game, and they ended up winning that game. So, John, so. John big picture, um, do you think Gabe sees NHL ice this season? I would be mildly surprised. You would? I okay. mean, I, only because... There's no reason for it to happen. So mm-hmm. if it happens over the final week or two of the season, maybe right. just to give him a sniff, maybe you bring him up and you you let him practice with the team and travel with the team or whatever. Maybe he's around mm-hmm. and he gets in. You know, he's here for six games and maybe plays okay. one or two. Maybe just mm-hmm. to sort of get him ready for right. next season. Right. But there's really no, there's reason, no reason to do it. Yeah. I mean, unless they traded just an unbelievable amount of players, which I don't think is going to happen. But They'd it, have to trade like three forwards or something like that. I mean, that, yeah. yeah you, you'd rather see him center the top line down there and get top Got minutes it. and get really strong, get really used to playing against bigger, stronger, faster men. Mm-hmm. And to reiterate what you said last week, you, you project him as a center. He's a center, yeah. Okay. I mean, I just don't see him moving to wing. I think okay. he would move Kapari or Jod, most likely Kapari, to wing at some point. Okay. Um, you know... Yeah, Turcotte might be here next year as well, so you have to deal with that as well. But sure. I, to me, I just I would want Gabe playing as many minutes as possible. Sure. And unless Gabe can step in and be the two C, really, what's the point in having him having him in Los Angeles for any sort of a, an extended run outside right. of a small call up or something? Right at the end of the season. Yeah, let him play those big minutes. But he's been getting stronger, looking better, um, and and uh, from what I'm told from from uh, you know our people in management, it looks like that he's now clear to go, back-to-back games and everything. Fantastic. So this will be a big wow. week for him. He could be playing Wednesday, and then he could be playing both games over the weekend. That, so That would be the best news of the season for this team. Have to keep an eye on that. Um, moving right along on the prospect side of things, uh, Prospect Tracker came out on Monday like it always does, yep. our, our Kings Weekly Prospect Tracker. And uh, the big news this week would have been that at the end of uh, every month this year, we've been producing the three stars of the month. And so the three stars for the month of November, we had Parrick as the third star, 
uh, just played phenomenal in net. And then you had Kaliev, who was the first star of the month in October. And, you know, he could have been the first star in November. What did he score, like 47 goals? <laughs> in 46 games. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but then you had Akil Thomas, who also played as a defenseman. Right. I mean, right. you had to give it to Akil Thomas. And so it went Perrick, third star. Kaliev, second star. Akil Thomas, the number one star. Thomas was also in the news earlier today because Team Canada came out with their list for the World Junior Camp. Right. You're going to see a lot of the countries doing that here over the next couple of days. Canada had Akil Thomas. He's expected to play top six minutes. Could be the 2C. Could see some time at wing as well uh, with Canada. That happens a lot. They draft yeah. or they, they right. take a lot of centers, and then guys end up playing at wing right. just because they have too many. Too many, yep. But the big news, I would say, from a Kings perspective with Team Canada, since especially Thomas was expected to do it, to make it, was that Aiden Dudas ended up making. Uh, because, DB, right. I don't know if you saw my tweet on Friday night, but uh, Aiden Dudas... Uh, he jammed his finger, yeah, I'd and he that, had yeah. his hand in a cast, which is really unfortunate. Right. Um, with the Team Canada announcement coming, there sure. was some concern. about that, yeah. Yeah, because this was a guy who was considered to be a long shot to make it to the evaluation camp. He did, had a phenomenal camp over the summer. Right. He's named the captain of Owen Sound. He's Owen Sound uh, leading goal scorer, so he's done everything. He's cleared every hurdle. That he, right. Yeah, he's, he's done everything that he could to make the team, and then he jams his finger a couple of days before. So um, from what I understand, there's no timetable set yet for his return, but they're hopeful that it's going to be short Great. and better to be a finger than like a wrist or something, right? right? Exactly. So right. we'll have to, uh, time, you know, yeah. I hope for, for the sake of Aiden Dudas, Great kid, and um, hopefully things go well for him. Camp, of course, opens up next week, and then they really have almost until right before Christmas to make a decision on whether he's going to make it. And they love his hustle on the PK, too, so he'd be a great addition there on the bottom six. Finland also announced their uh, World Junior roster earlier today. Of course, Rasmus Kapari was named to it, and then uh, Kim the Finn. Finn. Yes, Kim (laughs) the Finn there on defense. Um, uh, Kapari, you don't want to take a shot at pronouncing that name? Noisinen? Noisinen. Something like that? Oh, that's good. It's close. I don't know. It's a nice little name. Like we say, it's a nice, little, nice little building. Nice little building. It's a nice, nice little, little name. Uh, so Kim the Finn. But hey, I do want to point out on Kapari, though, because yeah. a lot of fans don't necessarily know this. Because you hear about NHL teams and are they going to release a certain player. Right. From my understanding, if you are a first-round draft pick, you have to release the player. Got it. So this particular decision was somewhat out of the Kings' hands. Uh, not to say that they would try to it's block automatic him. Is what yeah, but saying. it's automatic. There's not really a discussion that's needed because Kapari was a first-rounder, so he automatically goes. Yeah, and, and that helps the tournament, too, I will, you know, when you have that talent going back to play. And look, Kapari had an outstanding World Junior last, last year, year yeah. and as much as it's going to hurt for him to be gone from Ontario, it really is great for his development yeah. to be in that sort of a uh, a big time serious role, right. you know, with a team in a tournament. That, you know, it's going to be two weeks. It's a it's a high, It's not a higher level competition, John, but it's just a, it's a it's there's more notoriety to it. There's more pressure probably mm-hmm. in playing those games and playing in the A. Plus, it's also yeah. I think. A more a representative sort of analysis of his current skill set because he's going up against largely like of the yeah yeah like to like players there mm-hmm. not playing against you know more of the men like you are in the American League and right. he's a first year player in the American League so yep. um, those are four players then that have already been committed uh, as I mentioned in previous shows there are five more LA Kings prospects that should be announced on right. rosters Kalia uh, for the U S and Turcotte for the U S. They probably will even play on the same line together with Turcotte at center and Kelly of at wing, so Kings fans can drool all over that one. <laughs> and then for Sweden, you have Bjornfoot, who could wear a letter. Um, I don't think he'll get the C, but he could get a letter there for Team Sweden. And you also have uh, uh, Sammy Fajimo, who will be uh, on that team, expected to be part of the Team uh, Sweden as well. And then on the Czech Republic, the aforementioned uh, Lucas right. Perrick, the goaltender. Right. He probably won't be the starting goaltender, but he could certainly he'll get, get in some games. And as we've seen in those short tournaments before, if the quote-unquote starter struggles a little bit and the and the backup guy comes in he can end up he taking over yeah it, right. because the coach doesn't have a lot of time to let the the number one play back into shape yeah right. you can't do that in such a short tournament so that's what's going on with the world juniors and for those of you that aren't familiar with the world junior tournament this is the best 20 and under players in the world it's largely a tournament for draft plus one so there are a couple what that means is there are some 2020 draft eligible players right. that will be in there byfield is one of them quentin byfield yeah. from uh team canada um, also holloway who plays at wisconsin with turcott he's expected to be a first round pick he's going to play for team canada or he'll be at the evaluation camp but largely it's for players that were already drafted Correct. like a kapari like a bjornfoot like all these players that we're talking about kim the finn and dudas and thomas and so on um this is the best 20 and under tournament in the world 
I highly encourage. It's it's I get excited. Yours, yeah. it's, this, this is your th- this is the yeah. tournament. Okay, <laughs> I highly encourage all fans set your DVRs. Game one and DB this year they're coming out of the gate hot. When U.S. and Canada are in the same pool, because yeah. they're not always in the same, same pool, pool, but right. when they are, that game has historically been on New Year's Eve. Right. That's and they always end with Finland, Sweden, and U.S. Canada. That's the, of the round robin uh, right. week right. before you get to the playoffs the second week. This year, for whatever reason, U.S. Canada is on Boxing, Boxing Day, Day, game one, right out of That's the great. gate. You want to talk about revving up a tournament? Canada and, and U.S. NHL Network, right? uh, all the games are on NHL yep. Network. No uh, excuse for you not to watch. Nope, and you can DVR them. They're going to be on, and, you know, the times will be a little bit weird because the right. tournament's in the Czech Republic, Republic this year. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, DB. Yep. Canada, wait, U.S. <laughs> that's that's Christmas for me, right? You don't. I don't need a present, everybody. I just need the games to start. It's fantastic. It's that's incredible. Great. And with the Kings having nine prospects, which is going to obliterate, if all nine make it, that's, I mean, it's going to obliterate their record of five guys going to the, uh, one tournament. So you have an interest in, in almost every game um, with all the pl- prospects sure. spread across all these different countries um i do also want to mention as a follow-up to last week there was some kings on kings crime that took place this week you had penn state going up against umass lowell you had andre lee uh excuse me um yes andre lee seventh round draft pick last year for the kings so not somebody who's received a lot of attention right but he's having a pretty decent season as a freshman at umass lowell and then you have cole holtz who's expected to turn pro in the spring with Penn State, State. who's a, a top 10 team in the country right now. And uh, I would say that Andre Lee got the better of it. Um, I had some quotes and stuff out there on, on my Twitter handle, at Mayor NHL, uh, teeing up the game on, on Saturday. But uh, Lee scored a goal, so I guess he, he won this round won of, that battle. Of, <laughs> of Kings on Kings crime. So <laughs> that's what's going on with the prospects, DB. Let's continue back with the LA Kings, uh, the big club, and let's look ahead to three games that are going to be coming up uh, as people are listening to this podcast throughout the week. Yeah. First up on Wednesday, you have the Washington Capitals coming to town. Your boy, John Carlson, by the way, who played for Team USA at the World Junior yes, Tournament. So uh, talk to us about John Carlson, or is there somebody else you're looking for? No, no. Well, look, let's see if they can defend uh, Ovi on the power play. Probably not. So he's going to get one goal on the power play, sitting there in the slot for the one-timer. And maybe we could take some lessons. This coaching the needs some lessons on how to set up a Russian winger for a one-timer on the power play. Um, that's going to be always entertaining. And, yeah, John Carlson – Look, he's not going to win the Hart Trophy. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, you just gave me a great hashtag. Hashtag Memo to Todd. So when you want to pass along these little nuggets of wisdom, Memo to Todd. That could Remember be your new season? hashtag. The Dear Rob, <laughs> tech, the Dear, Dear Rob Twitters? Okay. Dear Rob. Maybe it's time to make yeah. a trade. Sign DB. Dear has, Rob. has Rob ever answered one of, no. one of your texts? Dear Rob. Okay. Sweden was great. <laughs> See, nothing really changed over here. Okay. Maybe you make a trade. Sign DB. Memo, memo, memo to Todd. Okay. Memo to Todd. Okay, great. That's your new hashtag. Exactly. I just gave it to you. And John Carlson, while he won't win the Hart Trophy, um, he is so valuable to that team. Um, it's amazing. Plus, John, if you look, it's maybe a little bit of sidebar. I know that the, the heart, and we, you know, hopefully this year we'll both vote if I have anything to do with it for the for the NHL awards. Um, Pasternak and Marshawn are going to split votes. Um, Connor and Leon will split votes, and John Carlson is probably going to be probably fifth place. But he's had such a great year. But Pasternak. Is his shooting percentage because people are saying, can he do fifty and fifty because he's got twenty five? Pasternak's shooting percentage is twenty four percent, and Marshawn's twenty seven percent. Probably not sustainable. So those guys are going to probably fall off. So it's probably going to be between Connor and uh, Leon for MVP. But John Carson's had an amazing year to produce the way he's been producing. That stuff that Paul Coffey used to do. Right? Those numbers are like otherworldly because, and again, what's he making? Eight million dollars a year. So I just it's just a fantastic season for them. So this is look to me. There's three elite teams in this league. Washington, Boston, and St. Louis. Maybe the Islanders, but they just don't have enough offense, but they play such great defense. So you're going to see one of the elite teams here in Washington. They're entertaining. This is probably the last go-around for them as well because Holpe's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, and so is Nicky Backstrom, who's, I think, close to coming back. I don't think he's going to play on Wednesday, but those two guys may be playing other places. So this is the one, probably the one last go-around for this uh, roster the way it's presently constituted. So it's going to be an entertaining game, and hopefully the Kings will start better and they can hang in there. But uh, that's a really, really dynamite team they're going to be playing on Wednesday night. Kyle Clifford talked about it tonight after the game, saying that you have to be uh, prepared to start right out of the gates you when you're the road team 
um, because yeah. the home team is more comfortable playing at home typically and that they come out of the gates. Right. And then Todd talked about it. Uh, McClellan talked about it after the game also saying, hey, um, if you look at the road games that we have won this year, it's when we've come out of the gate and kind of punched everybody right in the face. We've yeah. come out flying. And he said over the last handful of road games, they have not done that. Passive, so yeah. now you go back home, you're, and you're going to need to do that, and you know Washington's going to come in revved up because Washington thinks that this is going to be an easy two points for them. It's just the, the energy in their road games is very different, John. It, it's a different team that comes out on the ass. And, and this, is, this isn't really a road game. You know, it's what, 45 miles from state with 30 miles from Staples Center. There's a ton of Kings fans in the building. Um, this isn't really a road I game. I heard just as many Go Kings, Go Chants tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I did the Ducks it really wasn't a road. It just it was a poor start, and it was surprising. And it's been that way. You're right. It just the team's energy is different. I don't, it's a maybe a psychological thing. I don't know what it is, but it's it's clearly two different teams here. Like the team that started against Winnipeg is no resemblance to the team that started here tonight, and that's something that they have to fix. Okay, uh, you talked about whether Backstrom's coming back. I can tell you this though: back in the lineup and returning to Los Angeles is former LA King. Nick Dowd, he's back Nick in the Dowd, lineup yes. with the Washington Capitals. Yes. Could be in running for a ring, John. So, so looking, looking forward to seeing uh, Nick Dowd, who used to have some great salad, as they say, uh, back in the day. <laughs> he used to grow his hair out and then cut it off for the um, locks for, for love, love or yep. whatever yep. that stuff is. Yeah, just a sure. great, great guy. Yep. Uh, played at St. Cloud State, which is a Kings minor league farm affiliate there. You're not bringing up the true revenge game. The true revenge game is the return of Brendan Leipzig. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's that. That's the return. He's still in the league. He's playing for Washington on the fourth I, yes, line. Yes, I know. Go. I know. I People know. are going to be hawking us about it on Twitter. Like they never should have gotten rid of Leaps. Never should have gotten rid of him. Yeah. yeah I People, there's I told five, you they weren't going to be bringing him back. Those fifteen open nets that he missed. <laughs> forget about those. Um, so that's happening on uh, on Wednesday with the Capitals. Then you're going to go on a quick. Uh, the Kings, not you. The Kings are going to go on a quick road trip. They're going to uh, head up to Western Canada. They're going to see Edmonton on Friday. Oh, I do want to loop back since yeah. you said this. Um, I, I do think that Pasternak has a, a legitimate chance of being involved in this because yeah. I'm just not sold outside of the Canadian media. I'm not sold <laughs> that people are going to be on the Connor train. I think that a lot of the American voters are going to look at this if, if they think like baseball voters do. They're going to look at that and see they're going to uh, two great players on a really bad team, right. and they're going to look at what Pasternak is doing in Boston in a tough division on a great team, yeah. and but he's going to garner a lot of votes but for that. that. Really but you're bad, right, they're going to split votes. But that, that really bad team might win the division. Edmonton could win the division. The no. worst division in hockey. Yeah, but, but if they get 100 points and Connor's got 125 points... I don't know. If a guy scores 50 goals in the league, um, that's, still, that's still pretty impressive if he scores 50 goals. He's halfway yeah, to 50 right now. A little technical difficulties here in Bristol, yeah. <laughs> but Sean kind of faded away there for a second. Um, no, look. I went to move my foot, if, and it hit the thing on the chair. If, if I pa- became If Pasta can get 50 or 55, then, yeah, you got to put him in the conversation. He'll be, if, he has, if he can produce at this pace, he's going to be in Vegas in June as one of the finalists. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think he'll... He'll probably wind up having a better season than Marshawn because Marshawn's shooting, like I said, almost twenty-seven percent. That's not going to, yeah, that's, that's not sustainable, right? Um, and Pasternak's probably a like, more likable player, so you, you might work well for him as well. But it's, it's been a great season, and the goal he scored against Montreal was great because he was in a line change. He had nobody to celebrate with, so he's basically standing on the ice by himself, waving his hands. It was fantastic. But that's a really good team, John, and and they're banged up as well. They haven't lost at home in regulation. They just they're they're not a look. They're motivated. They lost Game Seven at home. They didn't play well in that Game Seven. Um, I'm certainly weighs on their mind probably every day. So um, uh, just a really, really solid team, a, a scary good team at this point. Very, very good, no doubt about it. Uh, and then you have the Oilers. Uh, they're going to open. Up, the Kings are going to open up their road trip, like we talked about. They're going to go to Edmonton first. Um, they're halfway to 100 points. Uh, you know, is there anybody on that team to talk about besides Leon and McDavid? No. Okay, no. I didn't think so. No, look, or Dave Tippett stay, behind the bench. You got to stay. At, you got to stay out of the box against that team. You can beat them five on five because they don't have the depth. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the question is, is that a team that goes after Taylor Hall, right? And the question is, like, would that? Put, How weird would that be? It would be very weird. But he fits. He fits on that team. He, they don't have the depth of scoring that they need. And the question is, do you want to really? Would that put them over? Would that? Would Taylor Hall give them? A Stanley Cup final berth. No, they need a defenseman. More right, than exactly. They, yeah. So, so do you leverage and have to give three? And they're going to want a defenseman in Jersey because if you watch the game tonight, New Jersey, if Taylor Hall's not do- blowing up 
um, Ray Shiro's phone with a trade demand after the game tonight. We could see that they're totally out of it. It might change the coach. They might change the GM. I'm not sure what's going on. But which team does want to, do you want to rent? The, and you've always said this, John. Like, why pay for the rental when you can get the guy for, for nothing except for money on July 1? So is there a team out there? Maybe Montreal. But, again, that's going to move Montreal from a 10 seed to a 7 seed. It's not going to get them over. You're going to have to give up three assets, plus a, which include a defenseman. Do you want to do that for Taylor Hall? Maybe St. Louis could, um, because that would certainly help them uh, in, a, in a run to a Stanley Cup final, and they're already an elite team. But Taylor Hall even want to go back to Edmonton. I know it's a completely different regime, and he probably has ties to some of the players there, but there's an emotional component to a deal like yeah, that as well. but the thing is that Taylor Hall has four goals in this season, and he's got to get his numbers up to get a great contract, and if he doesn't stay in Edmonton, I would go there just from a purely selfish standpoint. It's a better team. They got a shot to go to a cup final. Um, but I got to get my numbers up, and I can play with Leon and Connor. I'm going to go there. Well, then you're really loaded up. I mean, you're, you're yeah. talking about a one-line team already, and it's just going to become even more yeah. of a one-line team. You really need to find a way to get those two guys separate. Yeah. And let, and let, right let Hall the, play the with McDavid and, and, yeah. and try to move Leon to a different line. But, but even it's, it's better than playing with Travis Ajak yeah. or Jack Hughes, who hasn't found his way yet. So, okay. Wouldn't shock me. That's on Friday. Saturday is Calgary. The Kings just love going to the Saddle Dome. They, all, they always perform well there. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's going to be more of the Drew Doughty and Kachuk show. Yeah, and plus now that, that cloud's been lifted over Calgary with the dismissal of or the resignation of, of Bill Peters, and they've won a couple in a row. I think David Rich was the second star of the uh, other week in, in Calgary for his goaltending. Um, look, Tom, John, I've said about that team. They're soft. Um, I don't believe in them. Even they get to the playoffs this season, which is – which is dicey. Um, I don't think they're going to do a lot of damage. They're just there's, they have some good players on there. I mean, we talked about the, the, the now that floating rumors about Johnny Goudreau being traded. Um, it, nonsense. It's a, it's a Absolute win- nonsense. Yeah, it's it's a winnable game for for LA. They play well against them. They're motivated against them. Um, if they come out strong, if they stay out of the box, they got a legitimate shot to win both games. But again, they'll probably like you could the best you could probably hope for is a split. Mm-hmm. And if you go if you go away with two points out of those two games, I think you're going to be happy. DB, it's been a full hour. Three periods. We've covered a lot here. We've covered Kings, Ducks here live from the Honda Center. We, of course, had Mike Hammer on from Violent Gentlemen. We went through the rain. We went through the prospects. We previewed the upcoming games. Any final parting words for the fans? Just everybody had a great week, and we'll probably talk to you uh, um, next Tuesday again. Have a special outro song for you tonight as well, DB, so uh, tune in and listen. We'll talk to everybody later. Thank you. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection Bedding, now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.